Hey, 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 and welcome to the Jeffrey Charles podcast. Uh, it's what what date is it now? I should know. Oh, crap, I can't see it on my phone. That's because I'm driving. Don't want to break the law. Are you breaking the law? Are you driving and texting? Are you looking at BuzzFeed while you're supposed to be driving? Then you're breaking the law. The New South Wales Police are on the lookout for you. Random phone usage testing. (laughs) RPUT. We're looking for you to raise revenue for the state government. (laughs) No, I mean, like, that's fair enough. If you get caught, um, you know, like, and you have to pay the fine, that's okay. You know, in this state of New South Wales, uh, it's, uh, you know, for anyone who's interested in state revenue, here's a question, and I'll have to answer because I'm the only person on this podcast, but, uh, oh, someone just ran the red light camera. Sorry, buddy, you're just going to pay $400 to the New South Wales state government. Um, uh, don't know why, I just like doing that voice. Um, yeah, so, what is the biggest revenue raiser for the state government of New South Wales? Stamp tax, or stamp duty, I should say, or stamp, t- stamp taxes. <laughs> Boston Tea Party. You're Boston in the Ramoth. I'm from Southie. Saturday. Um... No, uh, stamp duty, which is a tax, basically. Like, why do you have to pay the government an, an additional tax when you're purchasing a house? I understand if you're getting bargains, but you know, like somewhere in a in some city or country town or whatever. But like, if you can buy a house for like eighty thousand dollars and a new pair of shoes, so that's part of the transaction. Um, I'd like a new pair of Converse All Stars to be delivered to the door of my home. Um, no, like, it's just... To me, it makes no sense why we have to pay an additional tax. Like, why do you have to pay a tax on purchasing the property? That that just... Logically, that just doesn't make sense. It's like when they used to have death duties. You had to pay a tax after you die. Like, what... what, You you pay a tax for dying? I think it was the coalition with... uh, In um, Australia, we're thinking of bringing that back. Like... That's just the dumbest thing ever. You've worked your whole life. Then you maybe get 10, 15, 20 years, if you're lucky, um, of, of time where you don't have to like drag yourself into work every day. And then you have to pay a tax at the end of it? What the hell? That's garbage. That's rubbish. <laughs> That's the worst idea I've ever heard. I've ever heard. Um, yeah, so what's going on in my world? Uh, a lot. It's pretty busy. I think on the last podcast I dropped the um, the bombshell that I'm moving to Canberra, so which I'm re- I'm really excited about. Um, Canberra's actually pretty cool now. It's not like well I don't know. Like everyone said, like I, all the kids at school are like so Canberra's a hole, <laughs> and I'm like yeah, but okay. Even if even if you perceive it to be a hole, which is definitely not anymore. Um, yes, I'm biased because I'm moving there, but. It, it is actually really like every time I've been to Canberra recently like the food is insanely good and it's quite affordable I went out for pasta in Canberra in um, Kingston in Kingston in, 
and, and and like it was it was like amazingly good food and it was only like 20 bucks for a plate like a main and I was just like that's insane like I was just like it just it just blew my mind like here in Sydney you're paying like $30 for a plate at a pub which you know okay yes you can get good food in pubs but it's not like it's okay it's it's not to the same quality of how good this pasta was. This pasta like was amazing, and I was just like, this is blowing my mind right now. So anyway, that's happening. Uh, what else is going on? Um, oh yeah, I just played water polo. I, I'm really going to miss playing for the uh, Mighty Ride Rhinos. I'll, I'll really miss that. It's um, it's been a very enjoyable five years with them. I've absolutely loved it. I think I've had I think I had two seasons off, two summer seasons off. Uh, it was great. I've won three gold medals, so and one silver where I played with Balmain for a season when Ride had too many players, so I, I, I uh, crossed sides, and uh, yeah, and, I, <laughs> and we beat uh, the Balmain team I played for, beat the Ride team, that fe- I felt pretty bad about that. We played in a final, but we lost to Sydney Uni, uh, but yeah, um, what, was I, what was I talking about? Yeah, I scored a goal tonight. I've had two goals in this season. <laughs> I scored a cheeky lobster. I lobbed the keeper. <laughs> I know, everyone was just like, oh, cheeky goal, yeah. No, it was good, it was fun. Uh, yeah, it was fun, and uh, yeah, that's actually something I really miss a lot. Um, I'll have to try and maybe play some polo. Uh, maybe I'll go back to playing Ultimate Frisbee, gosh, I haven't done that for, ooh, competitively, for 11 years, I think, so. <laughs> I'm just worried, like, I'll go out there and I'll blow my ACL or something like that in the first game. Actually, I played a game where a girl, a girl, um, tore her ACL she was pivoting and I just heard just heard her scream ah! and then yeah it was really sad actually we had to like we had to like carry her you know because she couldn't walk and we had to carry her in like into the car and then like I think we had to drop her off at hospital or something like that yeah it's tough geez that was a long time ago that would have been 2003 I think when I was playing maybe Div 2 or Div 1 um, of 2003, 2004, maybe, of uh, when I was playing Ultimate all those years ago. Wow, yeah, time flies like a disc. <laughs> that was bad. Yeah, so what's going on? Oh, so I, 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 I drove up to, um, uh, I had to, well, I had to do a bit of a drive today. And um, it's just like, yeah, just bonkers. Like, yeah, drive to, to, to go and get something fixed with the car, and then I took it in, and then, like, oh, no, it doesn't need to be fixed. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, you told me it did, but anyway. So, and then, but then I had to wait, like, four hours for that prognosis to come through. Yeah. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Absolutely mental. Yeah, it was just annoying. I was just like, oh, anyway, one of those days. It's just one of those days. A uh, bit of new metal for you there. I'm loving. I'm absolutely loving having Spotify. I got to say, it's for, oh, jeez, oh my gosh. So this, oh wow, living in one of these houses where you're. So I'm on Ride Road right now, and there's this. These houses, like obviously you're driving past them, and it's, the speed limit here is seventy. So that means people are doing somewhere often between like 80 and 100. Actually, no, most people, maybe not 100. 80 to 90 maybe, I'd say. Just guesstimating speeds here. 
actually doing 77.5 kilometers an hour. Um, really, oh my gosh. If you look at the centrifugal force from the friction against the tires in the road, it'll take an extra 19 nanoseconds for the car to stop because of the speed and the mass. That's, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about there. I haven't done science since year 10, so... Um, I mean, I don't, I don't hate science. Um, I've watched the TV show and movie Weird Science, <laughs> so that qualifies me. I've never taught science. I taught geography unqualified. That was uh, just a mess. Like, I'm no good. I'm, I'm honestly no good with graphs and any of that stuff. So when I had to do like a cross section, I just, I just couldn't do it. I just got the teacher in from next door. I'm like, you do it. <laughs> you do it, Linda. I've got nothing. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, don't stop on me now. No, it's good. Okay, because when I was recording this the other day, it um, it was oh, it's weird. It's stupid updating the phone. You see, on my old update, well, sorry, on the old version of OS whatever I was using on my phone. Um, when I press the lock button and I'm recording a podcast in the car, it would it would just lock it out, and then you you press the lock button again, and then you you couldn't access like the phone or anything, you, you could just see that it was recording. So the, the screen was locked, but the, um, the recording's still going. But now, when you press the lock screen, it's live. And, like, so I could literally just press press it and stop. So I suppose, like, for expediency, that's kind of good. But then on the downside of that, it's, um, yeah, it's... It's, like, I think the other day I started recording episode 92 of the Jeffrey Charles podcast, and... I um, yeah, I, I, like I must have pre- accidentally pressed the stop button, and then and then I lost the recording. So I lost seven minutes of terrible audio, <laughs> seven minutes of garbage content. Me just talking to myself, like, like it's too hot to wear pants. <laughs> oh, I had that today. So I was like, it was kind of cool in the morning. Um, maybe I'm just getting ready for all the Canberra weather, but. It was cool in the morning. It was like 16, 17 degrees. And I thought, okay. Uh, it says it's going to hit a high of like 21. So I thought, but it's 17 degrees now. It's cold. I'm going to have to sit out somewhere you know, for several hours while this car well, this supposedly gets fixed, but it didn't actually happen. So I was like, all right, well, um, I'll, um, I'll wear jeans. And, and uh, one of my many pairs of Converse All-Stars, which are pretty much the only shoes I wear outside of the absolutely fogo work shoes I wear every day. My interview shoes are very nice. I've got like three pairs of interview shoes, I think. Two brown, one black. Um, the black ones are, are nice. I got them on special from David Jones. No, it wasn't David Jones. It was Chatswood Chase. Oh, I love going to Chatswood Chase. <laughs> it's always white people that say that from the North Shore. I love going to Chatswood Chase. It's so nice. What about Westfield? No, I don't like that. <laughs> Too much racial diversity. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's a lot of that at Chatswood Chase too, but yeah, it's always white people go like Chatswood. I, I like Westfield. I, I, I hey Westfield, <laughs> want to sponsor the Jeffrey Charles podcast? Um, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, you betcha. All right, yeah, let's do it. I'm ready. Let's do it. I miss Tom so much, my American friend. Young Americans. So Spotify, 
Uh, I'm just I'm just on a natural high, and and obviously I probably inhaled a lot of chlorine from um, the pool, but I'm just on a natural high from scoring that that mint lob. Oh, I love to keeper. It's like I've done it so many times unsuccessfully. Yeah, it was so cheeky. Bit of lobster. Yeah, I shall have the lobster tonight. Smashing. The Scottish man. Shaken, not stirred. Oh, that's getting better. That's getting. Surely I must be dreaming. <laughs> Scottish man. Surely I must be dreaming. Yeah, look, my brother-in-law Tony. Seriously, he's the master of impressions. Uh, he is so good, but I suck in comparison. But yeah, uh, what else is going on? Um, yeah, I was just oh, um, so Spotify, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, I'm all over the place. What's new, huh? Uh, I'm just loving it. It's so good. It's like it's just got everything. Like it's crazy, it, and and the playlists. Uh, so you can get like legit playlists uh, for legit artists so I was listening to this David Bowie and it was like this is David Bowie I think it was called so I was getting into heaps of Bowie the other day because oh, I watched that Bowie documentary the last five years about a month ago or something oh so sad I nearly cried and then and then so I was listening to the early Bowie I, I actually I, you know the Ziggy Stardust um, Young Americans The Man Who Sold The World and then and then it got I actually really like the 80s Bowie the early 80s Bowie like the let's dance put on your red shoes and dance the blues when he's singing that sort of like baritone down the octave thing rather than the um Z played guitar um yeah all that 70s and then he went back to singing like um in his probably natural register uh in like the early noughties I really love that record um, oh, oh, what crap I was just trying to remember there's Heathen that's the one in 2002 and then oh, what's the other one called it's got New Killer Star um, Pablo Picasso I used to listen to that all the time it was released in 03 and I saw Bowie Tour in 04 which was awesome and he was he was great as well he was really good he wasn't just going through the numbers like it was actually he was still good um, oh, what was the name of that album? I should know. I've listened to it like a zillion times. It happens when you're trying to podcast and you're not breaking the law. Are you searching up David Bowie albums and driving? You're breaking the law. The New South Wales police are after you, Jeff. Um, oh, what was it called? Um... It was the next day, the one that was released like 10 years later. Ah, it'll come back to me. There was like a drawing of Bowie, like some like, kind of like weird anime kind of one. Uh, and then, um, oh, and then the, la- uh, the David Bowie Black Star, the last record. Oh, every time I hear it, it, it almost makes me want to cry. Like, it's just so sad because you can hear his voice and it's all, you know, it's a lot weaker because he recorded it where he's, where he's dying of cancer. Like, he's got um, terminal cancer. And the, the last thing he wants to do is... Well, the last things he wants to do... Whoa, jeez. Look at that person just cutting in front of... Why are these people cutting in front of someone else? Like, why are these people, like, doing GTA, like, in real life? Because everyone knows that in GTA, you're at least going to die probably about 20, 30 times just from driving around, just being an idiot. 
just colliding with other cars and you know, yeah, yeah. and then there's the whole thing of like you know having a gun and whatever or a bazooka but um oh, what's the name of that stupid Bowie record anyway so this doco it chronicles the last five years of Bowie's life and so in that space of time he recorded two albums the next day um which was pretty good I have to admit it was pretty decent and um and then there was um uh then there was uh, Black Star. Yeah, I'm still trying to think of the name of that record. I just, this is dogging me. You dogging me, sir? You're a dog. Wolf. <laughs> um, I've heard that a lot because I'm moving schools. It's hard. I, I miss. I'll miss the school a lot. But you know, you got to you got to try new things and go somewhere different. New opportunities. I'm excited to do a bit of stand-up down there as well. That'd be great. Try some new rooms. Um, yeah. Uh, um, the last one, Black Star. Like, so so he recorded that record because he was very sick. And he also did a, um, a musical, Lazarus, which um, I think it starred Michael C. Hall from Dexter. I watched Dexter for about two seasons and I just got over it. I was like, yeah. This, yeah. <laughs> I kind of tuned out from it. Like, apparently it got, it got really bad. Like, it, one of my old co-workers, uh, he, he was into Dexter and he watched it all the way and he was like, I regret it. That's like when I watched True Blood. I gave up on it and then it was on like Foxtel on the Showcase channel or something or Binge or whatever. So I just taped it and watched it on my Foxtel. I watched the last season. It was it was terrible. Like I've got to say, that last season was just... It's just... It, it just lost... That show lost it. Whereas the first, the first three seasons are great. Really good. Second season was a bit up and down of, of True Blood, but the, the first and the third season were just phenomenal. Like, like it was it was just it was gripping. It was um, biting, I guess, as well. Being a vampire show, uh, uh. <laughs> um, but it was actually it was interesting. You know, like it was it was funny, really funny. This great satire of you know American culture, especially you know the South and Americana and all that kind of stuff. It was great. It was just anyway, but um. What was it? What was I talking about? Oh, what's the name of that? Um, I can't remember. That Bowie. That, that Bowie album is just David Bowie. I really like David Bowie. Tell it you. Good um, yeah, that, that's the song that, that that's the title track of the album. remember anyway yeah so I was listening to the this is Bowie on Spotify and uh, I just like his that uh, a song came up from Black Star and just oh the voice was just like ah oh, just it was just made me it made me feel really sad like I, I respect the, I respect the fact that he recorded that as he's dying it's a, that's just amazing and and taking your like that's really turning your life into art at that point I think so it's not like, oh yeah, man, I'm, like, I'm totally an artist. Okay, so I'm 23, so I've already lived like eight lives, okay? I released my first record when I was 14. My first record, when I was, my first album, that sounds a bit better with my accent because I keep stuffing up all the vowel sounds when I'm doing impersonations, particularly like with some kind of West Coast voice, okay? Yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. Can I have some kombucha? Okay. 
so yeah, like I'm I'm 23, okay. I I know more than people who have gone to war, okay. I went to war in the studio. You have no idea, okay. I I had to fight with producers every day. There were 27 writers on my album, and I had to say to all of them, I am in charge. I am the general. I am I am George S. Patton, okay. You need to listen to me. I'm Napoleon. I'm Alexander the Great. And I'm going to make a magnum opus that is going to last forever. So yeah, like it's it's it wasn't like that. It like I think when when Bowie's recording Black Stars, literally he knows he's dying. So he's going to put his energy into producing a musical that went on Broadway. Maybe it was Broadway, off Broadway, I'm not sure. I missed that part of the documentary. And then he and then he also recorded a final album. I and mean, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh. I still can't remember the name of that record. Um, what else is going on? Well, look, I guess I should um, talk about the whole Louis C.K., um, you know, the sexual misconduct thing. And it's just, it's the whole thing's just really sad and it's disappointing. Um, uh, it's just, and it's, it's hard because I, I, I love his, his work as a comedian so much and I love, I love Horace and Pete. Uh, I loved his show Louis. I haven't watched any of his films. I've seen Pootie Tang, and that's not particularly great, but apparently he, that's not the film that he envisaged. But it's just, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's hard when, like, people who are your heroes and you really worship them and then you find out that they've done something, you know, sort of reprehensible. Um, yeah, it's, it's, and look, I've, I've, I've never met. Obviously, I've never met him. I'm not a, I'm not a big comic, as you know. Um, my, we saw him once in in the West Village when I was in New York in 2012, and that was before I even I got into Louis C.K. Really, like my wife's like, "That's Louis C.K. You know, he's been on Parks and Rec," and I was like, "Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think I know." And then literally like, a year later, I, I started just telling a story, and a, like a relative of mine said, "Oh, you kind of sound like Louis C.K. there," and then I. I listened to him and I was like, oh my gosh, like this guy's a genius. And then I sounded a lot like Louis C.K. <laughs> so I, I guess I've tried to, you know, with my with my comedy, I guess I've, not, again, I'm not trying to compare myself to him uh, in a, you know artistic sense because he's like a genius. But, no, oh, sorry, he's not like a genius. He is a genius. But it's, um, yeah, it was, it was very sad and disappointing to hear that. And, and I guess... You know, like, look, good on good on those women who came out and and had the strength to to speak out because you know it's um I think I think the creator of Parks and Rec uh, said that misogyny is a cancer and, and it is and um and I think you know women are amazing they you know women women get a lot of stuff done like if you think about it if you think about a lot of the successful women in life and a lot of them were parents as well and a lot of those women were were like parenting the kids and and becoming a success like in in politics in the media in arts uh, or media and the arts is the same you know in business in education like the a lot of the women that I've talked with are just incredible uh, and and you know they, they go home and they're you know some of them are single mums as well and they're there and they're they're having to to raise their children as well as working full-time in a, in a stressful job so uh, just it yeah it really it it 
it was just very, very it was really sad to to hear that and just di- that just disappointing because you know he's he's such a talented such a talented man and and to hear that he did those things it's just it's it's tough and and I don't know like you know then you it's it's a hard thing because you know like to what extent do you um, do you look at his work now and, and you go oh, well when he's joking about these kind of you know, things of a sexual nature like those are those jo- those jokes now kind of feel a bit like, like it's a bit it's, yeah it's, it's not it doesn't feel good like because you're like yeah he's yeah and then like how do we separate like the artist from the the personal stuff that he's done because it's it's weird see like the Woody Allen thing like I, I think that um okay you know the the marrying Sunyi Previn thing was a bit weird, and there's, you know, I guess, but they've had, they've been together for 20 plus years now, or something like that. I still think he's a brilliant filmmaker, though. Like, he's a genius. Like, Annie Hall and Manhattan are two of the best films, not only of the 70s, but of all time, in my opinion. Um, you know, they, they're really brilliant pieces of work. So, uh, do we, do we then just like, I don't know, do we then banish all of Louis's comedy and stand-up and his show? Like, his, his show Louis, like, um, was, it was one of the best shows of the last 10 years, easily. Like, like, I used to watch it and I was just absolutely, yeah, just in awe of him. Like, it was just, yeah, he was so, it was such a clever show and it was skilled and so different and he was pushing all the boundaries. But then this stuff comes out and it's, uh, I don't know, it's, yeah... Yeah, it's 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 all very disappointing. Like I haven't, I I honestly haven't listened to any of his stuff um, since. Uh, I don't know. I'm not gonna uh, look. I, look, I probably, I'm sure I will listen to it again at some point. But it's a bit. Yeah, it's it's, it's a tough one. It's a tough one because I uh, I even had a birthday cake <laughs> that my wife made in Louis C.K.'s face. You know, of Louis C.K.'s face, and a Louis C. Cake as we called it, and and it's you know I. I love, I like, I love his comedy. It's, it's just, it, it, yeah. And yet, this stuff happened. So I don't know. What do we do? Huh? It's just, but yeah, good on those women for coming out. And and look, and what he did was terrible. Like, um, yeah. All right. I'll leave it there. On that note, uh, if you want to get in touch, uh, my email is Jeffrey Charles Comedy at gmail.com uh, I think the my Twitter is I am Jeffrey Charles and I think the sorry no 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 the Instagram is I am Jeffrey Charles that's Jeffrey with a J J-E-F-F-R-E-Y um, C-H-A-R-L-E-S and the Twitter handle is I am Jeff Charles because you can put less um, uh, characters in so yeah I didn't mean to didn't mean to end down on like that sorry everybody especially on a night when I schooled at like a a, a great goal <laughs> and it's so rare two goals this season everyone jeez I've I'm doubling my my scoring rate anyway okay well if you want to get in touch that's fine if you don't that's fine if you're listening that's that's great if you're listening and I hope you're doing okay all right I'll see you later bye bye